0: welcome back to typically unique I'm Kim Aponte and I'm here with my husband Carlos hello and today um, we're gonna talk about round five this lasted from February to April And if, uh, (laughs) if you're from anywhere where you have to endure long winters you know that around that time of the year everybody is just done with it and it, being in the hospital for all these days just it was like spring fever on steroids. so mm-hmm.
1: and so, plus this is gonna be the toughest round. I think we did that gave the analogy the last few episodes about how this is like mowing two inches off the grass mm-hmm. each round. you yeah. know, if it's four inches high, the first round cut down two inches, second round cut down the other two did last three rounds. You're cutting dirt, yeah, right? right. Um, so we're really deep. He's going deep into chemotherapy now, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, we're not looking forward to this round because of what it will, what will be happening. Mm-hmm. But we are looking forward to this round because it is the last round of this treatment. So yes, yeah. for
0: sure. <laughs> so this journal entry says the eve of round five. Aiden's platelets were 76 today, so he's able to start round five tomorrow. I absolutely hate these nights before going back to the hospital. It is full of anxiety. Aiden's cold went away Sunday, so he made a trip to BW3 again, played the trivia game, and went to the mall to walk around. Saturday and Sunday, he was finally walking around the house, looking for things to do, digging out his Nerf guns, and seemed like he was getting back to his old self. Today I made pancakes for breakfast, the nurse came to change Aiden's dressing and draw blood, Carlos and Aiden built a model car, and we played a game of electronic battleship and watched some movies. I'm letting Carly sleep downstairs on the couch with Aiden tonight, even though it's a school night. The worst part will be tomorrow when I come home from work and see all of Aiden's things just as he left them in the living room. It leaves a pit in my stomach. On a funny note, (laughs) Carlos and I watched the Dateline show about Suzanne Summers and her alternative medicine approach to treating cancer. We were discussing the show and Carlos said, I don't know. I feel pretty secure being at the hospital when I see the Amish people there because they give it all to God and they're still coming to the hospital for treatment. The way he said it just had us both cracking up. Maybe you had to be there, but it was good to chuckle with him and be silly for just a minute.
1: And that's no disrespect to the the Amish community at all, but, um, yeah, there were a lot, and, you know... They, did, they do give it all to God, but uh, yeah, when it comes they're, to they're this, for the good treatment. you need the treatment. and It's yeah. world-class at Rainbow Babies and Children's, that's yes. for sure.
0: Yeah, we were very thankful for that. Yeah. We have had a wonderful time at home, and I told Carlos, as soon as we get back into our routine, it's time to go back. But at least this time is the last time. We figure 50 days, so 50 days and counting, and we're definitely starting a countdown clock. When the doctor called me tonight, she said that the fevers could be pretty intense this time. And I thought they were last time. So please, please pray for no fevers for Aiden. Aiden will get high-dose chemo tomorrow night, twice Wednesday, and one dose of a different chemo on Thursday. Then nothing for five days. Then they repeat it. Thank you for your prayers and support. Yep.
1: Mm. So, Aiden was, you know, kind of psyched to, that this was the last round. Mm-hmm, but, we um, all were. Yeah. But I, I think he was a little hesitant about, you know, what was to come. And, you know, he's been fighting this for, you know, four previous rounds. And it's not fun. But uh, we were all looking forward to the end of this
0: one. hmm Okay. So, <clears throat> Aiden went back to the hospital on Tuesday. Carlos stayed with him. And he started chemo on Tuesday night. He didn't have any procedures this time, no spinal chemo or bone marrow tests, so he got to go straight to the room and get settled. That was different for Aiden, because normally he gets put under in the OR and wakes up groggy and out of it in the room. Our favorite nurse greeted Aiden with a big hug when she saw him. She is one of the special ones. I know she loves these kids, and she even puts up with me. So Aiden had chemo running Tuesday night, and then they ran two more chemo doses on Wednesday, 12 hours apart. Thursday, he got a dose of chemo and then a shot of a different kind of chemo. He was super nervous about the shot. We didn't tell him about it until the day before because we didn't want him to worry while he was home. We just wanted him to relax and enjoy himself. We have Emla cream always on hand because of his IV infusions he usually gets at home for his immune deficiency. So Carlos had that to help Aiden with the pinch from the shot. He didn't like the feeling of the medicine in him after the shot, and they had him move his legs and wiggle his toes to help with that. Then he rolled over, over, and after a little moaning, fell asleep for a couple hours. He actually woke up when he heard me talking to Carlos on the phone. Aiden's new preoccupation is putting together a complete Nintendo 64 game console. He is piecing it together. He wants this system so he can play the original Mario games. He got a couple prepaid credit cards for his birthday and used that to buy a controller and the cords he needs. We found an old console in town. Some of his online purchases came today in the mail, so he is eagerly awaiting my arrival to deliver those. I'm glad he has found something a little different to do during each round so it hasn't been the same things passing his time. As you can see, it has been 193 days since his diagnosis, and we still have about 48 days left. If you haven't checked out the videos on my Facebook page, you should see them. Carlos has been making a little video clip every day of Aiden. We started a countdown from 50 because he was in for 46 days the last round. And they said about six weeks for this round. So we thought that was a good fair number. And we told the doctors, if it goes past 50, we will just keep saying one more day until he is out of there. (laughs) (laughs) So far, Aiden has handled the chemo really well, and we keep praying for no fevers this round. Please, please pray for that.
1: Yeah. So talk about the... um Emla cream and the the hurricane spray that's a tip
0: i wanted to share
1: yeah that's huge
0: yeah i never knew about it i would have liked it for myself (laughs) (laughs) who likes getting a shot or getting poked right so once aiden um was diagnosed with the brutons and was gonna have to get ivs all the time this cream it's capital e-m-l-a i don't know what it stands for but it's a white cream comes in a tube um, they would have him apply it wherever, like they would usually give him his IVs on the top of his hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd take a special clear plastic patch and put the cream on real nice and thick and then put this patch over it for like a good hour before, before
1: right around here. um, yeah, yep,
0: before he was gonna get the IV and he wouldn't feel it. It really, ha- it really helped him. Um, and then I also found out because one time I think they didn't have the cream. There's something called a hurricane spray, and that's a spray that they can put on um, that also numbs your skin. So and you could do that right before. Out there, right? Yep, get your hands on that. Ask for that um, if your kids go in to get their shots.
1: Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a good tip, and he would he would ask for it. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew if they were gonna come in and do something like this. He'd be like, "Hey, did you put on the emla? Yeah. Or you know, do we have hurricane spray?" Mm. So he was well because he he really couldn't feel the poke, yeah. and, and he hated the pokes.
0: Yeah, and, and he was getting that every three weeks, yeah. to a month. So you know, for the years. Chance,
1: so the chance we got to use it in the hospital was great, and I do want to mention the Nintendo because you're right; that mm-hmm. was a great preoccupation for him. Um, it was a retro system, so it wasn 't anything that was on the market today. It was no, stuff it was when he, yeah when he was younger, mm-hmm. so um, we did find some of the parts um, locally here in Asstrilah, like a you know a trade in uh, yeah. store for video games and stuff, and they even had a lot of the old games. but we ended up piecing it together, you know get finding retro controllers like on eBay mm-hmm. or something. so when those packages came to the house, <laughs> and Kim said they 're here. All Of a sudden, it was like, Well, when are you coming up? Yeah, when's when, mom coming? Yeah, when's mom coming? Like, all of a sudden, I'm no good for nothing anymore, right? It's like, He wanted me to come up. When's mom coming up, you know, with my stuff? Because he re- and he did a good job putting that together. The game was uh, the system was playable, and, and he loved it.
0: Yeah, and what was really funny, we always said that uh, up at the hospital, just ask for something if you want it or need it, um, and they'll probably have it. Um, the original games when Aiden was five and up at Rainbow getting diagnosed with the Brutons, they still had those same game yeah. cartridges. The um, Child Life Specialist just went, they had them on another floor and she went and she comes trotting down with this little basket. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I can't believe you still have those. <clears throat> he loved it. Yeah, he that loved was great. It. Um, oh, and I did want to mention that nurse. I mean, she was, she was the best. She was so special to me. She just had so such a good relationship she developed with Aiden she just she knew how to talk to him and just handle him and I think I don't know
1: I think we're still Facebook friends with her yeah and and I hope one day I'd like to reach out to her and ask her if I I could use, use her name because um yeah she was great the the thing about her was um Kim would kind of you know really be triggered in some instances and she would allow Kim to have those moments right mm-hmm. let Kim walk away you know 20 minutes later she might even go seek Kim out you know hey everything's okay she was she would talk this to is me, what listen. we're gonna do mm-hmm. you know and really you know bring Kim down and the same with Aiden You know, she'd let Aiden have his moments, Mm -hmm. you know, and then she'd be like, well, what do you want? What do you need? This is what this is what we have to do. Let's talk about what we need to do to reach this goal. Mm -hmm. And usually it was around cleaning his Broviac area. And it came to the point where she was almost exclusively (laughs) doing the cleaning when he
0: trusted her.
1: Yeah, because she would do it right to the way his, Mm -hmm. you know, chart stated, you know, Mm -hmm. come in, no small talk, just get in there, clean it, get it done, get out, you know, and she would do that. And Mm -hmm. yeah, she was a very trusted member of the hospital. I mean, there were a few people that Mm
0: -hmm.
1: we wouldn't have made it without them.
0: Yeah. And I have to say, like, I liked all of the nurses. She was the most special nurse. Mm -hmm. There were a few others that I really, really liked. There were a couple that I did not care for at all so you know we had we had that range (laughs) up there and and
1: and when you say not care for it was because they were oblivious to some of the things that Aiden needed to feel comfortable and when someone comes in and you know applies that stress or pain or fear to your child yeah. you're going to not look at that person in the best light so yeah, it was wasn't- probably
0: mostly personalities but yeah. i it was also like that example we gave in one of our episodes where it was like the way that they were handling him being allowed to get out of the room yeah. just like you can you can heighten, right? You can escalate situations, or you can bring them down, right? We all use that terminology in all of our different uh, professions, yeah. right? So it would be that type of thing. Okay, so for this journal, I said, and this was day twenty-five, so we thought we're like halfway. Mm-hmm. Like we're halfway. Well, today is the exact halfway point according to our countdown. Aiden is feeling well, not very nauseous at all, and handling the low counts pretty well. His big issue now is that he needs to get rid of some fluid he is retaining. This created quite the drama and stress for me tonight because people around here don't seem to know how to communicate with anyone. <laughs> nope, Each other, <laughs> patients, lab workers, etc. Too many, too many people playing telephone and the message gets lost in translation. So, Aiden was supposed to get an ultrasound of his kidneys today at 3 o'clock. We were all ready to go. We were ready to go. Then, about an hour and a half later, the resident comes in and says, We won't do the test today. The lab is booked and can't get you in. And she said this in front of Aiden, so it's now a done deal. <laughs> Not 10 minutes later, the nurse comes in and says, they're going to come get you in a while for the ultrasound. And Aiden proceeds to tell her that, no, they aren't. The doctor told me I didn't have to go. So that started the fiasco of trying to get Aiden to go to the ultrasound. I used my newfound sense of control and promptly left the room. I just started leaving the room. I figured they dug this hole, they can get themselves out of it. Apparently, the nurse and doctor both threatened to take Aiden's games and playroom time away from him if he didn't go. Not sure how I still feel about that. Not very good bedside manner, if you ask me, especially when your mistakes your mistakes caused the problem. So Aiden refused to go. Nurse and resident doctor left, And who comes a knocking on the door? The lady to take us for the ultrasound. She said, I'm here to take you for the ultrasound. And Aiden said, no thank you. (laughs) And she said, who's your nurse? And Aiden said, the mean one. (laughs) (laughs) I have to admit, I laughed. And the ultrasound lady laughed. (laughs) I'm just so over the miscommunication around here. Aiden was supposed to get his Lasix drug to make him pee around 1 or 2 this afternoon. He ended up getting it at 10.30 p.m., exactly the time the doctors on rounds this morning told me that he wouldn't get it. They made this big deal about how they'll do it early so he won't be up all night with it, blah, blah, blah. Then they turn it over to the residents. And all heck breaks loose. Okay, that felt good. Sorry, but I've been in this hospital for four nights without a break, and it will end up being 10 nights in the hospital and two nights at home. That was a lot for me. So Aiden is feeling good, but the walls are closing in. We're trying to find some new things for him to do during this month or this last month. He really wants to go home. Hopefully in another 25 days, he will be out of here.
1: Hmm. <laughs> so, uh, wow, there's a, a few things with that. But um, I think, you know, Aiden had any time there was a consequence, right? When you were trying to do a consequence with Aiden... Um, anytime you were trying to do a consequence with Aiden, he would be like, okay, I don't care. Take it away. You know, it it was that, that wasn't motivation for, for Aiden, you know, Mm -hmm. take this away or you're going to go get an ultrasound, Well, take it away. I don't want it. (laughs) You know, so they really couldn't use that to, um, you know, try to motivate him to do what they wanted him to do. So, um,
0: Well, it's funny, too, that if this is after we have the diagnosis. Yes. So here you have a a child, a patient, that you just diagnosed with a pervasive developmental disorder, and this is how he's being dealt with. Right. And I didn't realize that at the time. I'm just, that just hit me just this moment. Yeah. So Creates all kinds of feelings now. Did I read that one? No, you didn't. That's what I'm trying to put in front of you. (laughs) Okay, so this post says... So This is previous to the one I just read. So in the last 10 days, Aiden has finished all chemo. He is done. His counts hit zero on Friday, and they will stay there for three weeks at least, I'm sure. We had to ask them to cut back on his Ativan dosage because... Although he has not been nauseous at all, he was having horrible mood swings when they would give it to him, laughing one minute, crying the next. So far, the lower dosage seems to be working. We'll see what the next few days bring. Aiden's eyes were bothering him today, so he's using eye drops for some relief. We talked about the eye drops. (laughs) Aiden's same toenail is red again, so they've started him on an IV antibiotic since he has no white blood cells. It is not painful, so that is good news. Yesterday, Aiden finally had a meltdown about being cooped up in the hospital. It has officially become boring, and he is having a hard time. We're going to turn to some old-fashioned board games to help pass the time when I return to the hospital later in the week. We figure we have about 38 more days in the hospital to go. So far, no fevers or infections, so please keep praying that they stay away. So, and I remember talking to him on the phone and cause he was just so upset and just trying to think of, okay, what, what are some things we can do, you know? And I think I went out and bought some games and brought some things up that we could pe- um, spend the time doing.
1: And part of that was maybe how we started this whole thing, right? It's probably that, um, spring fever, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, wanting to just be done with this and, yes. and have this be over with, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he was... He was so over it, <laughs> um, you know, for a very long time, but he just ran out of stuff to do. We've tried, and we probably ran out of stuff to do. Yeah, we were and
0: all like, oh my gosh, just get us out of here. We just were all tapped out, out. yeah, yeah it was so,
1: hard. and you know, it, I don't know if you'd mentioned this Ativan or something was causing maybe some mood swings, so we don't know if it was...
0: It's almost like medical marijuana, but in a pill form. <laughs> it is. All right. Well, Yeah, there you because go. the doctors laughed at me one time because I don't know if it's when this happened in his course of treatment, but he was having a hard time. He couldn't swallow or anything. And I said, does it come in a different form? <laughs> <laughs> and they all just like lost it. But what did you I mean didn't by know that? What it was. Like IV. You oh, know, okay. Because like right, he couldn't swallow pills. Oh, okay. Like, I thought you were
1: gonna say <laughs> a smoker. Yeah, I did.
0: that's what they. That's why they oh, were laughing. Okay. That's why they were laughing at me. So yeah. So that's why it was just. It, it was the craziest thing. He would just be laughing hysterically one minute and then just burst out crying <laughs> the oh, next. Oh so all they God. had to do was lower it. But he was getting it IV. Um, at this time, I think I, I can't remember. But yeah. Yeah. That was funny.
1: And, um, so you also mentioned that I started kind of videotaping and, mm-hmm. um, so I really tried to do that every single day that I was up there. Mm-hmm. And, um, um, I think that was a better way for, cause I had stopped all caring bridge posts pretty much. I mean, you kind of
0: I kind of took that over. Yeah, you
1: took that over and ran with it. And it Aiden and, was, and
0: wasn't journaling anymore. Yeah, we're we weren't journaling.
1: journaling. And I just thought, you know, um, we are we get to see Kim's words and stuff. But a lot of people were like, well, how does he feel, you mm-hmm. know? And I, I thought it would be the best way to kind of show our friends, our family, you know, what he looks like, how he's feeling, um, you know, some of the low moments, some of the funny things, you know, sometimes mm-hmm. we would... We would crack up a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. and laugh. And sometimes, you know, he would just, um, he was notorious if I asked him, how you doing? He'd be like, mm, mm, you know, he would. Not wanting to
0: express anything or maybe not knowing how to express anything.
1: Well, and I knew that, okay, that video has got to be a short one, right? We're not going to have much interaction. But I just tried to give everybody a little bit of an update of Mm -hmm. how he was looking, how he was feeling. Because we really thought, you know, man, he's going to come out of this and, Here's a piece of that journey, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Visually. So um, I think we have. That's
0: good documentation. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I have one more journal update. Um, This was 238 total days and day 36 of round five. What a wake up this morning. I blinked open my eyes, rolled over, and saw the daily counts paper sitting on my little night table. I remembered my favorite nurse <laughs> telling me that she thought Aiden would have counts today, so I knew it was her. I looked at the paper, and it said, his counts are 10, I told you. I was. She left me a little note. I was so excited. I went running down the hallway to find her. To give her a big hug, Aiden wasn't too thrilled because he knew a 10 meant a lot more days in the hospital. So I had my morning coffee, got Aiden mentally prepared for his dressing change today, and then we had rounds. During rounds, the resident said his counts were 10, and someone said, no, 100. And I was like, what? And then I looked, and sure enough, the number was 0.1, not 0.01. I went in the room and told Aiden, and that got him excited. His eyes lit up, and I saw the realization that he knew he'd be going home for good very soon. It's too bad that good news only lasted a little while because Aiden had to have his dressing changed in the afternoon, and believe me, that is high stress level. He just hates it. and this, That was once a week, right? Oh, yeah. Every week. He got through it, though, and then went down to the game room for a Galaga tournament, which took about 20 minutes. No kids showed up. We went back to the room and spent the rest of the day watching funny sitcom reruns. In the evening, the doctor came in to check on Aiden, and I asked again about the counts. Just to double-triple-check that the decimal place wasn't in the wrong place or something, the doctor said this was typical to have zero and then have it shoot up. I said it wasn't typical for Aiden. That is why I was asking. When I was telling Carlos this tonight, we had a good laugh, because this is how this kind of conversation usually goes with the doctors. Us. So, Aiden is having blank. Is that typical? Doctors. Oh, every child is unique, so we can't say what is typical. Us. Well, Aiden has never done that before. Is that normal? The doctors. Oh, yes, that is very typical. We see it all the time. We call it the typical, unique conversation. (laughs) I was so glad I found this (laughs) journal entry. What we do know is that Aiden's bone marrow is working and he will get to go home soon. And that is the best news.
1: So, I love that you found that journal entry mm-hmm. as well because we got hit with so many typicallys and uniques. Yep. And I can't tell you how many um, times that, you know, wow, why, why is this number like that? Oh, oh, don't worry about it. That's typical, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would happen so often. it would be like, and
0: be dismissive, like yeah. we talked about in our introduction to this podcast. Yeah. yeah.
1: And that was so frustrating because. You know, instead of trying to generate some type of reason or answer or just something soothing. An explanation. Yep. No, that's typical. See you later. Mm -hmm. You know, see you tomorrow's rounds. (laughs) Oh, that's
0: unique. We don't really see that very much.
1: You're lucky you, you know, or whatever.
0: But I mean, that was burned in my brain because it did. it, It was our experience. We experienced it all the time. I remember this. I remember this. But to find it, I was like, oh, I didn't know I journaled. I actually journaled about it. That was pretty cool.
1: And it was always our inside joke, Mm -hmm. you know. So anytime we had, you know, I would make, um, like, we would go to rounds, and when they would say something was typical or unique, that would be our first conversation. Oh, Aiden was unique today, or there was something typical today. So, yeah, that was. Don't ask
0: about that. That's going to be typical. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Exactly, exactly. But. Yeah. So one other thing about the um, the ANC or the absolute neutrophil counts um, for him to come out, you know, because typically Mm -hmm. he would be at zero for a very long time. And then there would be a little blip in the number. And, you know, that that started all the, you know, the other ones starting to work where that absolute neutrophil count would start rising, rising, getting to to 200 to come out of the gate at 100. He
0: never went from zero to yeah, 100. Yeah, ever. I bet <laughs> if we went back and verified it, it was probably a lab error or something. Like it would have been. Because that, that never happened. But, you know, what it was, what it was. But.
1: Yeah, so I don't know how much longer we um, spent there, but that had to be, you know, only a few more days to get from 100 to 200.
0: No, it went because it goes back down. Oh, darn it. We're <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it was very... It gave false hope to Aiden, I will tell you that. Uh, so um, so that, that,
1: that may be the next uh, yeah. episode then, right? On Finishing. the next
0: episode, we'll discuss how round five ends and how and when we got to go home and um, maybe some of the things we did once we were at home. Trying you know to reintegrate that. into right. yep. life yes. for everybody, right? Yep, for Me sure. going
1: back into the office, Kim, mm-hmm. you know, not taking you know two one or two days off during the work week. Yep. Carly not being shuffled around to a bunch of people, yep. and Aiden hopefully going back to school. So
0: yep. enjoying our summer first. Enjoying <laughs> our summer first. So yep. yeah, we'll share that on the next episode, and we'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you.